Okay, this is uh, another episode, and today I want to try to discuss ice baths. Um, I tried to record this episode before and got on a like, wild tangent, and um, so I'm going to keep it concise here, which is, uh, so, as <laughs> concise-ish, I guess, at least on the same page. So anyways, um, ice baths are a thing. And I remember sort of, I guess, vaguely maybe seeing, like, randomly hearing a story about, like, people who like to go jump in, like, a frozen lake a certain time of year or something like that. Um, but that's, like, or, or, like, some, I think there was, like, a polar bear club or something it was called where, like, people literally just, like, yeah, that kind of thing. Like, they just go jump in cold water um, in, like, the middle of winter or something. But I don't know much about these groups. I actually don't know much about them at all, um, except that they, like, I saw random clips of it. So it's, like, interesting. Um, but I never, like, it was kind of like some fringe, vague, like, weird idea that I heard once, but that I, would, I was like, why would people ever want to jump in cold water? I'm not doing that. That's crazy. Like, I don't you know, people are into their own stuff, the, their own stuff, you know, like, fine, <laughs> that's sort of like how I interpreted it, like, I didn't think much about it at all, actually, but then I think the first time uh, that I uh, understood that it may be something of benefit, but I was it's kind of shocked by it, you know, at the time, um, but it was it was from watching some documentary or behind the scenes or some like Tony Robbins interview, basically, where they were like walking around their house and talking about like their daily routine. And the first thing that they did is they like walk outside. They have this beautiful, um, you know, little beautiful house, right? Like million dollars house, <laughs> plural house, like walking outside and there's like a hole in the, I don't know what you call it, patio, but it's like paved concrete, something, marble, who knows. Um, and there was like a little hole <laughs> and with water in it. So it was like, I get, it wasn't like a pool because it wasn't huge. It was just like a small thing, like basically big enough for you to just like jump into, I guess, and not hit the bottom. Um, it's really interesting because I like I wouldn't have thought to have to want to like jump down into cold water, but I guess if you're gonna do it, like that's like the way to do it, you know, to have something that you can easily jump into, fully submerge immediately, um, as opposed to like gradually getting in. Because maybe gradually getting in is like, I don't know, worse, I guess, than just jumping in. Or maybe the, the positive effects are supposed to be better if you just jump in. I don't know enough about this. But, and the only reason I knew about Tony Robbins was because of, there's a movie with Jack Black um, called, uh, what's it called? Hell, Shallow Hell. Shallow Hell, H-A-L, uh, where 
he meets this guru guy in the elevator that which was actually Tony Robbins in real life sort of playing a quasi Tony Robbins figure um except in the movie he had like magical powers um to like grant him a wish or something <laughs> but in real life he's this like guru business guru speaker motivational speaker I don't know what you call him um very interesting very interesting so and this is where my la- the last unrecorded or unreleased episode like went off the rails because I started talking about like the sort of meta um, motivational speakers <laughs> and um, that's just a whole fascinating topic I think uh, so maybe I'll do another separate episode about that specifically which could be fun um, but for this, it was like, okay, I saw saw this person in the movie. With you know, he was in the movie. He was, his character was positive, and then I found out um, through business relationships about this. You know, like, oh, Tony Robbins is actually like a real person that really charges money to go speak. And uh, and so I guess, and then so seeing him to do that gave some credibility to it, I guess that I never thought about before. And then I vaguely heard something about Wim Hof um, of some guy with like a beard that just like is always in the ice water, <laughs> but also like something about like breathing exercises, like intense breathing exercises or um, that are just, I don't know, like there's something I need to look more into this Wim Hof character. Cause it's, it's, it seems really interesting. Um, it's like deep breath plus cold water. Anyways, so I started to see some of the stuff around um, like that, and in, in the in, but I don't know if if it was ever really a fad, um, and using ice baths. I, I don't think, but I think I then saw, um, not then, but I also like recently saw uh, Joe Rogan was using a ice bath and he was talking about like he's like jumped in a pool of ice or like a ice bath and was sitting there talking about the benefits of like jumping into ice and it's like okay you know there's just another little example like what is going on over here you know what is this thing what is what is this ice bath thing and uh so I just started thinking about it logically. And the first thing for me that makes a lot of sense is like, if you have an injury, you ice it. That's the first thing you do. You know, you got a boo-boo, you put some ice on it, <laughs> right? Like we, we know this, we know that's what you do. So ice obviously like has some sort of properties that are, I guess, good for you um, in terms of reducing inflammation like, which is a kind of a weird concept to think about. Like, how does cold reduce inflammation? Like, how does that work? Just because something's cold? Like, is the, informa- is the inflammation, like, just heat? And the cold is taking the heat away from the inflammation? Which is, you know? Because, I don't know, maybe that's what it is. I don't Like, the, <laughs> I don't know. Um, but there's some sort of transfer, I guess, that happens or... Something about 
I don't know, the, the cold changes your blood circulation or something. I don't know what it is exactly. <laughs> I actually don't know why. And I've been, you know, I've been a athlete, like, at least in, you know, high school. So it's like, I know what ice is and, you know, or if you've just been injured, generally, like, you know, if you have an injury, you ice, you put ice on it. <laughs> like, everybody knows that, but, like, I guess maybe it, in some sense it could sort of numb if there's, like, a pain, I guess, because it numb the pain a bit, I guess, maybe. Um, but otherwise, it, like, it does seem to reduce inflammation, but it's like, why, you know? So anyways, so I'm like, well... That makes sense, right? Like, I'm I'm not, like, engaged in sports right now. But, you know, I still engage with work. And work has you sitting in different positions and moving different positions. Like, you know, you're still a person. You still, like, have a certain amount of movement, even if it's not a lot. <laughs> and if it is, like, you know, you go to the gym, you get more movement. Whatever, whatever... Um, amount of movement you have I think the body is sort of like just naturally stressed you know just like it's just natural stress and wear and tear <laughs> like you know I guess so like giving giving your body a chance to like get iced is in a way like I get the concept that it's like an opportunity to to give some healing and some relief to parts of your body. And I feel like you may not even be aware of, like, because maybe you have some, like, pain that you feel on a regular or semi-regular basis or something, some sort of, like, ailment, I guess. Like, you... Like, there's, what I'm saying is, like, you might have an ailment that you feel like that. Like, if something is, like, back pain, like, chronic back pain or something, then you're used to feeling that. So you know that there's an issue there. So, like, if you ice yourself, you're like, oh, this makes sense because my back is getting, like, involved in the ice. But you may have, like, a shoulder thing or whatever thing that just, like, or some muscle thing like that just could use some icing, you know, just use some ice. So you're kind of like you, when you put your whole body in now, it's like maybe everything doesn't need it, but the areas that can benefit from it, that you're not necessarily aware, acutely aware of can get that. So there's like, okay, a little bit of healing there, I guess, or a little bit of, I don't want to say healing. Cause you know, this is entertainment purposes only. I don't know what I'm talking about, but just the concept of like, okay, I can get how that could bring you relief like an ice would. And, you know, it, it just gives your whole body the chance to get exposed to it. And then there's, so that's true. And I, and I can sort of accept that. Like, that makes sense to me, logically. I'm like, okay. I may not know what's, you know, what's hurting, but if I'm just, you know, give myself that chance to ice, it's like, okay, cool. It's like icing your whole body for, you know, a few minutes a day. Just like you would ice an injury, 
for a few minutes a day. I mean, I think maybe you would spend a lot more time with ice in it with an injury, but ice baths are really like, I feel like, I don't know, maybe like four minutes kind of a thing is sort of what I've seen in terms of like people say is a good amount of time. I think some people do a lot more time than that, but um, that's the minute that I'm going for that's like sort of acceptable to me and it makes sense and I don't, it's not a competition. <laughs> it's like, you know, like I feel like you can immediately get in there and go, oh, you only do four minutes? I can do 10. Like, okay, you know, it's not a competition. It's just about what makes sense for the body, you know, and also is like, I don't know, doable also. So, um, so that makes sense. So the first thing is like, okay, logically I get, I get ice baths now. Okay. I get it. This makes sense. The other part of it is like that there may be this concept of like, there may be inflammation like that, like you have that you're not aware of. Like, so, again, it's like giving yourself a chance to, like, now now your whole body is, like, gets a chance to sort of, like, re reduce, I guess, sort of, like, maybe, like, a the concept of, like, a general inflation. What is it? Inflation is not the word. Um, um, you know the word. <laughs> um but uh inflammation jeez <laughs> my brain right now okay um yeah general inflammation like that there may be something there too so this was like two strong reasons and then there's like people who say that it's like a sort of energy boost because it's somehow i don't know something with dopamine going on sort of natural dopamine um and i guess what you would say like a good dopamine <laughs> rush i guess or infusion i don't know what you call that um I don't know. so so like there's talk of like mental clarity having more focus um it just like it f makes you feel better like ge just generally through the day like which is it's just weird I mean, it's it's not it's not weird <laughs> because of the first like reasons i've discussed but it's just not something i really considered even after like I said seeing several examples so anyways i, I I guess I was sort of really intrigued a few years ago. I kind of hit the, I hit, at some point, like I hit in, in my brain, I was like, that makes sense. I want that. I want to try that. But then there's like this whole thing of like, well, how, how do you do it? What do you got to do? Um, you know, because it's like, if you don't have, this is like my, my argument for like having a very, like a large bathroom. Um you know, like, is ha having a shower, having a 
sometimes the shower is connected with like a tub, um, you know, where like the shower and the tub are the same space. Uh, but sometimes they're disconnected, right? So like you just have the shower, it's just itself, like nice shower, just some gla like glass, nice minimal, you know, like, um, I, you know, I, like indents in the wall is where you put your soap and things <laughs> like just super minimal. Um, I like that a lot. And then, you know, you have your, your toilet there, like in its own little sort of area, I guess, which is usually have like, maybe like a little, like waist height door, <laughs> not even a door, just like a separation or something. Or sometimes it's just off to the side and there's like closable doors. Anyway, there's different ways to do it, obviously. Point is, they're separate. And, um, so, and then you have, like, a standing tub, like a freestanding tub. Like, it's sort of like a luxury sort of thing, it feels like, where you have, like, the tub and, you know, you have, like, a view, like, there would be a window there where you can see out of, um, whether it's like a eye level window or like a, you know, the whole thing, um, you know, like maybe there's a, I don't know, slight something there to, I guess, obstruct people's view coming in somewhat, but it seems to be like less of the focus when you have a bathroom like this, <laughs> you know, um, like your neighbors and like not right there you're living in a generally a nice location with view and property and yeah like no neighbors i guess not in view necessarily you know you know what i mean so anyway the point is those three things are like you know the keys of the bathroom i guess and then so the, this concept of like, okay, well now, like, what do I do? Do I put ice water? Do I fill up the tub, put ice in it, and just use the bath of the bathtub? And the problem with this is, if you actually use the bath for tub for baths, then you can't also use it for an ice bath. You, you can, technically, but you would literally be filling up the water like every single time you take a bath, but also every single take a time you take an ice bath, which is two separate times. And I guess it's a sort of like, not just like water conservation, because that's like a lot, but, um, but also because it's it's inconvenient to have to sit there and fill up a tub like the t amount of time that you have from when you did like you decide you want to get into ice bath it's like there's going to be a lot of time where you just don't want to do it right if it's like a mental game you have to play with yourself to like make yourself do it i guess <laughs> until you really get into it but you know if you're just getting started it's it can be like tough to stick with that so um, yeah, 
so the so the so you're you want to like reduce the amount of ex- time you can give yourself to give yourself excuses not to do it so that alone is like you don't want to be filling up the bathtub to take a nice bath every single time and so also that it's like ready to go like you don't have to like the moment you're like okay i need to go do this ice bath right now you just go do it you don't have to like wait for something you don't have to you know there's no time limit between you decide and now you have to prepare this whole thing it's just like right there ready to go you know you wake you have to wake up in the morning whatever you just like you just wake up and you step into it and you sit there for you know however long and then you get out you know next thing like there's there's less thought about it it's just there it's ready to go and um so if you're going to do that, then now you need like another item in your bathroom. Like it, the ice tub or ice bath is not, it's not even a guarantee that it's going to be in the bathroom, I guess. Because like a lot of people will have them in their, like outside. Um, cold climates or warm ones, like it's either, like I've seen videos of people like converting like those plastic trash cans and filling in the areas that would leak with, you know, you had to do this without anything, any of these tubs. Um, and then like putting a filter in to recirculate the water, you know, so that they can use the water um, a lot longer. Um Without, you know, between changes. Anyways, this is a whole thing. So the point I'm making of all this is I, I decided to purchase not only an ice bath, but two, like, mega ice cubes <laughs> trays, basically, um, where it's like I can put water in the, fr- in the freezer, and I now have, a like, a floor freezer which is much more efficient. I like that a lot. Um, and so, but there's enough space in there where I can put these like 20 pounds of ice, basically, um, from these two ice cubes trays into, uh, yeah, into the, into the ice bath. And because from my understanding, again, like don't take, don't just do this, like consult a doctor and all this stuff. Because I don't know anything about the safety of this. <laughs> okay, maybe it's a terrible idea, and maybe no one should should ice ice bath. I don't know, um, but you know, it could be just some weird thing that <laughs> doesn't help people. But I think, like I said, there seems like there's some actual benefits, um, you know, especially for injuries. But um, So the point is here is like it's it's a thing that you need to make space for. And like I saw one per, per person had them on their balcony. <laughs> um, other people like it looks like outside of their shops or maybe in the backyard. Um, you know, people sort of tend to put these like things outside. So, 
But if you don't have that luxury, then it's just, and plus, I don't know, it's kind of weird to me to like walk outside my house and see have my neighbors like potentially see me like <laughs> jumping into it like ice water. I don't know. I mean, I guess it's none of their business, but. I don't know. This just seems weird to me for some reason. I don't. I don't know. Maybe it's because of where I live. It's a very cold climate. <laughs> so maybe that's just normal in other places. Um, so it's like I don't feel though as though I can put it outside. So in my tests, I have one that's this right size where I can put it inside of my tub, which. To me, it makes the most sense because if, God forbid, the water breaks on this thing, you know, there's a hole in it or whatever, and it starts leaking, you know, I don't want this thing sitting in the middle of the bathroom floor or a floor or any other room um, because, like, you know, like... It, it gets accidentally bumped a certain way or with something. And then, you know, now you've like literally spilt a ton of water all over a floor, <laughs> like a ton of water, you know, it's like, it's a lot. It's like flipping over a bathtub, you know? So, so I'm like, okay, let me get it. And I'm going to put it in the tub. And technically you can just use the tub. You can just use the tub. Uh, and it's fine to just use the tub. But again, the problem is that, you know, what I discussed before. So it's like, you can, like if you just, if you had to choose between a shower and an ice bath, you'd have to choose the shower because, because you actually get clean with the shower. Like an ice bath is not to clean you. It's not to bathe you. <laughs> You know, it's like, it's just to be in cold water for a short time, come out. Like, so if, so for safety, I put it inside of the bathtub and it worked great. I've actually tried this out. Um, it's very interesting, but I realized like I'm going to have to dump all this water out and I don't have enough space in the shower to keep this thing in the shower and also be able to take showers in the shower and have that sitting in the, you know, like maybe the back of the shower or something like if there was enough room, there's just not enough room inside of this tub for both things. So this is why I think another reason why people do them outside, because God forbid, worst case scenario, you know, you've, you've, like, you put water on the ground, basically. Um, you know, or for the case of the person on the balcony, like, you know, you've rained down on other people from your balcony. Like, it's kind of weird, you know, and un maybe unexpected, but it's not like some terrible thing, you know, because it rains. When it rains, everybody gets wet. So, I don't know. <laughs> Um, so I'm a little like, now I'm realizing like, oh, 
my ideal situation actually is to have a big bathroom or to have just a you know sort of a I guess for me I want it indoors unless I, I lived in like a really warm climate where like indoor outdoor was like same or warmer I guess I don't know. Um, anyway, I think I, I could do it affordably, and there's different ways to do it. There's, you, know, you either get these like 14 by 8, I guess it's what is it, cubic centimeters or something. I don't know what the measurement is. Inches, maybe cubic inches. I don't know. Um, like you get those, you know, you seal them up. Plug them in, and keep them outside. Some people keep them inside. Again, you know, it's like I don't know. I just I don't like the thought of like getting water all over the place. So plus, you have to drain the thing. You have to have it has to be it has to be somewhere where you where you can actively drain it. So it's like basically, I have never wanted a bathtub. I'm not a bathtub person. I don't, I think it, it's been a long time since I've taken bath. <laughs> like, I don't know why that is. I guess I just don't, it's not that it's not necessarily not appealing. Because, like, hot tubs are nice, you know? I mean, like, being in water is nice. I don't know why there's a, a thing there, but... Um, Yeah, I don't know. I guess it's just like I've never, as an adult, been like, I'm going to go take a bath. <laughs> um, but also, I think maybe the bathtub has something to do with it. Like, if you if you live somewhere where, like, you have this really cool-looking bathtub, and it's, like, centered in the room, and there's, like, a view, you might want, you might want to try that bathtub more because you're like, looks pretty cool. Let me check this out. I don't know if it's actually be comfortable or not because the shapes of bathtubs are very sort of curved in from the sides. So that's a little bit weird to me because like the way your back is supposed to more naturally curve when you're sitting is like the opposite of the curve on a tub. You know, it, I don't know. It's like, I guess it depends on how, I don't know. It's not like a, it's kind of a weird, it's kind of a weird shape. Tubs don't really have like a ergonomic shape to them, like at all. Um, yeah, I would think it would look massively different. It would almost look like a, if you were to place a beach chair inside of a tub, like literally. So the tub would have to be big enough for a beach chair, I guess. Um, but your legs are up. You're not like sitting on the sand, feet on the sand. It's like you're reclined in a reclined position, but supported like that. So it would be more of like a slant 
and then a flat bottom, and then maybe even like a curve upwards from there so that your feet are more elevated. You know, like it's like if you, yeah, I don't know. But you're still sort of slanted downwards, so you're still, overall, like you can get under the water. Because you want to be like neck deep, I feel like, for like the ideal bath. And maybe that's the problem is like I don't, maybe I'm like too big for that. <laughs> um you know, just like slightly too big to comfortably ergonomically fit in the bathtub. Um, yeah, I think I have like some obsession with this bathtub thing. Bathtubs are just not designed well <laughs> at all. So anyways, I feel like there's an opportunity for a well-designed unit that's has like the internal functional shape I described, but is externally beautiful. Like you need the two, like there's certain element of design of like a nice tub, like even maybe tubs were never that nice, you know, but I feel like they used to have those like little feet on them. They used to be more sort of handcrafted and, uh, it seemed very, um, it seemed like it, <laughs> kind of elegant but it may be just a way to like putting a lipstick on a pig like because it's like they pretty much took like the trough design right <laughs> the, like what they used to feed animals and then like and that people used to bathe in out in the outdoors literally right go outside outhouse out shower <laughs> out bath you know like um yeah it's interesting it's interesting how things have evolved in such a short period of time such a short period of time we, you know we're living through like we've really kind of lived through like a crazy technological time over the last you know few hundred years really interesting electricity and everything Everything that gets connected to that radio signals and things. It's a fascinating time. Truly fascinating. Um, but this uh, getting back to and this is the the ice bath thing is it's just. Ideally, what you'd want is something, like I said, ergonomic, somehow designed really well, which is, I feel like it shouldn't be that hard. It's like you just make almost like pointy corners. I feel like I need to design this thing. <laughs> like literally, I need to sit down because I can see it in my head right now. I just need to like design it and maybe <laughs> start a ice bath company. I'm like thinking, should I do this? I don't know. It's kind of a thing I wish existed. Um, because also, like, well, I mean, you really do need the space, though, because you can't put this the type of thing like that 
in a normal bathroom. Like most people's normal size, like small bathrooms, like don't have enough space for this type of thing. Um, so ideally, you would need this as like, like I said, you would need a, a cold tub and a and a tub tub hot tub. Um, <laughs> it's so funny, and a hot tub. It's hot. Um, Eddie Murphy sketch. Saturday Night Live. He's acting like uh, James Brown. <laughs> Instead, of, I don't even know the original lyrics of the song now that I said, <laughs> but it was just his rendition of him. Like, except the whole skit was him just getting in a hot tub, talking about how it's hot. It's like, oh, get in a hot tub. It's so hot. <laughs> it's just silly. Partly, partially, it's just like Eddie Murphy's impression of James Brown. Like if he's if he's gonna make fun of James Brown, like that's how you would do it. <laughs> like hot. Wait, so like why do you sound like that? Hot in the hot tub. Um, but also like I think just a great tribute, right? Because you know whoever you parody, you like you love. Generally speaking. Um, or whatever that phrase is, um, you know, shame on me, shame on. <laughs> so I was trying to make a joke there, but never mind. Um, so, long story short, I have tried it out. I would like to continue doing it. I recognize that I have some logistical problems where I live currently. And I'm actually going to have to factor in this to, like, the next place I live. That it, I can have a place for this. Because, in, you know, it might be like I, I would have to create something like this. Because you really need to run, like, I feel like you could replace your bathtub with something like this. Um, you know, you could certainly... I guess program the thing to be either hot or cold, but like, I mean, because I guess there's no extra equipment needed to make it hot. You just need hot water, you know. Um, so, which is like normally how you hook water up. You don't just hook up to cold water. You hook up to cold and hot. I guess maybe that's not normal, normal, because not every place has hot water. So, that's interesting, but. Um, Point is, having it ready to go, beautiful decorative thing, um, and which is also like easy to maintain, because you, you keep it in there, let's say that the thing has a filter in it, you know, there's chemicals that you're supposed to put in it at a certain amount of times, so it makes it really easy for you, like, and then you... Um, can well, anyways it allows you to like hold the cold water as, as, for as long as amount of time as possible but then it also lets you drain it and then maybe even having like a cleaning hose on it that could be confused to be a shower head um, but it's more like something that's I don't know you push button and pops out or something like that so it's kind of out of the way of the view um 
when you're not using it. Um, or it's like sort of hidden on the backside of the tub or something. Anyway, so that it's not an eyesore because it's like it should be super minimal. So anyway, the ability to clean the tub easily. Like, and I mean, wouldn't it be cool if the tub could clean itself? Jeez, that would be great. Um, I mean, that would be like next level. That would be next level. Um, kind of interesting that it doesn't exist, right? <laughs> like, imagine a self-cleaning cold plunge tub. I mean, I, I guess part of like that maybe maybe this really goes back to the beginning of the episode, which is like this is why people maybe live in these certain cold climates and do this part this thing as part of like their daily lives um, because of the health benefits and everything else that maybe other people just haven't been aware of, and uh, they just live in that natural like where they have that access to natural water like that. They just get in the lake, they get in the pond, they get in the, to the stream or the creek. Because um, it's, gotten, it's gotten weird. Like I feel like back in the day it just seemed like it made sense to like just get into creeks and get into lakes and things like that. And I think, um, I guess because there's just been such like massive pollution, there's like this idea that it's like you can't really maybe you shouldn't get in the water which sucks that's a crappy thing you know um, because we I think naturally like one of the great pleasures I think of earth is like to experience like the water just in nature you know um whether it's just like obviously the ocean, but um, which is also terrifying, <laughs> um, just the immenseness of it. Um, but um, yeah, other other bodies of water, <laughs> like I don't know. Just it seems like so. I guess it, you could live somewhere that has that on your property and is close enough, you know, where you do it. Or maybe you just like I don't know, feed water in from a creek or something where it's just like a natural spring water that you're just directing some of it. Although I'm not sure how you would exactly do that because Like, how would you keep the filter debris out? Debris? Or just maybe just wouldn't worry about it at all? Um, yeah, it's like almost like feeling good jumping into a pond versus like feeling like you're some foreign thing to it, you know? Like that it's gross somehow. Or what if, what if there's like fishes or something in there you know what if there's frogs in there or something like it, there's like the opposite of <laughs> you know um i guess there's like a certain amount of like i don't know apprehension of fear certain folks have 
or maybe societally, I guess, to the getting into natural water like that. I don't know. Or maybe they just don't have access. I don't know. Um, it's interesting. It is interesting. So... Yeah. It's one of those, like... I think, I feel like an ice tub is one of those things that it's it's more about... It's like... It's like a party routine. It's like... Some... It's like a... Habitual act... That you... Like, that's part of your... It's part of your schedule. It's part of your day. Like... You know, for some people, like, having their cup of coffee in the morning, like, that's their day. Like, they need that. That's That gets them going. That's that's what they need, you know. I wish I had that experience with coffee. I don't, personally. I don't know why. I, get, I do get energy from it, but I don't get that sense of, like, I'm good. You know, like, I don't know. It's just a... I don't know. I guess maybe coffee affects me differently than other people, too, but... I was maybe more attracted to the sugar than the caffeine, I guess. Um, I think that's probably true for me, but uh, I don't know. Caffeine certainly had its effect. So anyway, um, it's like a serious thing. Like you, you have an ice bath because this is something that's important to you. You have to have enough... From what I can tell, um, my opinion at the moment is you have to have enough reasons why you're doing a cold plunge or cold, why you're doing a, a, a ice bath on a daily basis. Because it's pretty much something you would do, like, I, I think, daily basis. You know, it's like I said, party routine. It's like... It's got to be, like, you have to have a, a mental reason that's, that's like, built into you emotionally to know why you're doing it. Like, I feel like you have to have, maybe it's, like, some deep belief that, like, that it's really, truly, like, the best thing for you. Maybe that's enough of it, you know, just, like, that, the faith of that or, like, holding that in your heart, <laughs> you know, like, because it's just like, I don't think that it maybe at some point it becomes enjoyable, but I think it's kind of partially like yoga, like with yoga, you're like, never, you're like, there's always something to work out, you know, you're never feeling like, kind of helps you discover like where the issues are you know whatever it's like always it's like a constant thing you're striving for but it's not necessarily like fun in the traditional sense i guess because you're sort of putting your body in positions where it's like sort of struggling a bit you know to stretch and move and hold and it's it's almost like a you could almost describe yoga as like a mild uh, to I guess mild discomfort <laughs> you know like this is not painful 
I'm kind of moving slowly. So, and I'm breathing. <laughs> you know, it's like, okay. I'm moving. I'm in this position. And I think generally, too, it's like the, the positions are not held for that long. So even if a position is uncomfortable, like there's like an, a quick out. It's like, now we're going to go into plank and drop, drop down to, you know, like, you know, up to cobra. The whole thing, right? It's just, you're not in, sitting in cobra super long. You're not in a downward dog super long. You know, like you're not lifting the one leg or twisting this way or whatever it is. It's like, you know, it's, you're constantly switching positions. So the, it doesn't have enough time to feel like super cumbersome, cumbersome, you know, it is, it is relaxing and stretching enough and stretching feels good. But there's a certain level of discomfort is the point. So it's like, but it's not just discomfort. It's like once you get into it, you like really look forward to it. You really look forward to it. It's not like something you just want to do or it's a chore. So I'm curious about if the ice thing becomes that. Um, like maybe this Winhoff guy is on to something, on a whole another level of this where it's like, he actually enjoys it. I don't know if that's true or not, but I, the point is the the struggle of being in ice and not feeling comfortable. I think is part of the like I, idea that some people have that do this. Like I need to do this because I need to psychologically like strengthen myself that I can put myself into extreme discomfort and I can withstand it you know for a while like and I'm all, I'm okay you know like or just the fact of like doing it for a little bit where a lot of other people don't do it it's like a very maybe rare thing that I don't know how rareish it is but it seems fairly rare um seems fairly fairly rare fairly rare um yeah so that's like so for some people it's it's that it's like it's a them overcoming something like them pushing past their discomfort like the first thing of the day it's like a it's like a way of meeting the day like it's setting the tone for the day <laughs> like so that could be pretty hardcore for some people right like i'm going to start the day by getting in a fucking ice tub <laughs> and i'm going to be freezing cold as long as i can stand it you know, giving myself a minimum amount of time because I'm immediately going to want to jump out of that thing. <laughs> and you're in there and it's like you're doing this mental game of like like overcoming the discomfort or trying to transmute that or playing whatever games you're trying to play with yourself to like mentally feel like you 
this is not as bad as it is. <laughs> right? Because there's a certain, like, natural fight or fight response. Like, you, your body is sort of telling you, hey, like, you just got yourself into some really cold water. Like, you need to get out of this right now. Like, you cannot stay here. You know, it's like it kind of puts your, it, you know, again, I don't know if this is true, but it makes sense that it would push your body into this fight or flight response. Not fight or flight, survival. Like, pure, like, I'm giving you a lot of pain signals because you need to get out of this situation right now. You know, this sort of built-in intelligence to our bodies when we, you know, touch something hot or, you know, have something too cold, <laughs> like, you know, like we feel this like pain basically. So it's interesting. It's like, it's, it's sort of doing this in like this controlled way of putting your body in this position knowingly and intentionally and observing like your breath and seeing how your body reacts and like, but also I feel like from just the two experiences I've had so far, like brief experiences, it's like, it's kind of like yoga in the way that yoga can help you inform you in, in areas of like, that are tight. Like, Oh, like I have a thing. Like, like it's hard for me to stretch this way or to do this pose on this side. And then there's the other side. Like, Oh, that's interesting. Right. Or today it's like, I'm not really touching my toes, you know, or as, as much when I'm doing a, a forward fold or, you know, whatever. Um, and so it, it can inform you, like, what's going on in your body. Things are going on in your body you didn't quite realize. I feel like the, the tub does the same thing. So this is also, also like, giving you information like, oh, crap, I really needed to have ice on this part of my body. I didn't realize that because this kind of, like, feels, like, more intense, you know. Um, or just, you know, however we sense that. So, so ice baths, in other words, are, like, actually this really layered, interesting thing. And I think there's a lot of psychology in... in in it, even thinking back about my design, it's not the worst design in the world. It would be a very nice design. But I think probably Tony Robbins has the best approach of like, just put a hole in the ground, <laughs> jump in it, you're in there. You start your day. You, you know. And I actually don't know if he uses that to stay in. I think he just sort of dunks himself. I don't think he actually stays in the water. Tony, so... I don't think he does that. I think he, I think he just jumped in it and then came right back out. I'm much more interested in like the going under and staying under for like, you know, I guess up to four minutes. <laughs> I, I didn't do it that long. Um, not at all. So, but I think that would be like the probably maximum number that I would reach to personally. Um, So I guess maybe my design is still the best. <laughs> uh, it's funny. Um, yeah.
because getting in cold water, you know, it's just, a, or maybe it's a combination of those two designs. If you had like, almost like a slim pool, and it was really deep on one end, and then so you could jump into that end, and then you could swim or like step up into. It's all this kind of stuff scares me because like, what if you jump in the shallow end? <laughs> I feel like I'm getting too old. Never had these concerns before. Um, like, you know, if you if it's deep end, one of the ends of the deep end, you jump into there, do the Tony Health Tony uh, Robbins method, but then you can somehow you know swim towards or walk towards the edge, um, or you know however you get there, where you have a, basically where you never hurt yourself <laughs> jumping into the pool. And then you would, I guess, sort of step into, probably step up into, I guess, um, more of like a sitting area. But that's also like a lot of maneuvering, you know? So I think the thing is to like just get in there and focus. So I think, yeah, just get in there and focus. And... um Yeah, it would be really cool to like somehow have it like, I don't know. Anyways, it's just it's just a fascinating thing, and I and I, I hope that I can move to a place that I can actually have that soon, because I need to move anyways, and I'm just I I need to move to a, I need to be closer to water. <laughs> I need to. I need to. I need to. Um, so let's, I'll probably do another episode on moving. Um, and I'm getting rid of some more stuff on Monday as well. Make that even easier. Anyway, signing out for now. We'll see if I find a way. I'd love to hear your thoughts and comments on sort of the practicality of ice baths in a, in a, in a small bathroom. Um because I don't have it quite figured out. I think I would have to do, you know, maybe just do the ice bath like once a week kind of a thing. Or I could do it potentially twice a week if I did it, if I like didn't take a shower one day. (laughs) But, uh, you know, I mean, it depends on if I'm like not moving around a lot during the day. (laughs) Um, Could probably do that I guess maybe and then use it again the next day so then you're getting at least two days worth and uh, I don't know we'll see otherwise uh, yeah I don't have the practicality of it figured out I'll get back to you on that but I would like to incorporate it and and uh, and I think in in my ideal life I would be doing this on a daily basis. Yep. <laughs>